0: ¡Gracias! Welcome to Metaphysical Soul Speak. I'm your host, Elena Fox Starks. Hey guys, I hope you're doing really well in this moment in time and that whenever and wherever you happen to be in the mind of God, wherever you happen to be roaming around in what part of God's brain <laughs> that you are, I hope that you are able to to acknowledge and recognize your current emotional States, not of just this moment, but of the past week, possibly the past six weeks. We have gone through a lot of changes, a lot of changes, emotionally, spiritually, you know, everything that's affected our Pepsi, basically our physical body, emotional body, psychological body and spiritual body of our individual self our Pepsis. (laughs) Um, and a lot of us have had a lot of breakthroughs. A lot of us have had a lot of emotional moments. Even my friends who are still asleep have written me and saying, gosh, I just feel so nostalgic. I just, it's like, I can't stop thinking about the past. I can't stop crying. Another friend of mine said, "I've, I've been so angry. I could spit all week. And I don't really know what happened to me. I don't know what's going overcoming me, but I just, it's like, I'm so freaking angry. And some of my friends have let go of their friendships this week, like 20, 30 year friendships gone. Oh, well, bye. Fuck off. I don't want to know you anymore. (laughs) I mean, some major, major stuff going down, right? A lot of you are just in a space of grace, And by the way, from the vintage wisdom oracle cards by Victoria Mosley, today's card is grace. And I've been thinking about this. I was thinking about this before I pulled the card about the emotional state of all of us. You know, like we all have something different going on, but collectively we are having more deeper and intense emotions than normal. If you're prone to the occasional bout of sadness, you might be in a profound depression right now. It's like deeper. It's more so. And if you're in a normally happy, positive mood, maybe you are in a state of ecstasy and bliss right now. Whatever your typical state is, it's like amplified. It's like somebody put a giant diamond (laughs) underneath you and lit it on fire. And you're like, Oh, being super amplified. You know, it just feels like that to me. Um, I've been a little bit worried. I've been a little anxious and fearful and I've been literally every single day spending time with myself, trying to air out the anxiety air out the fear of my future air out you know all those things. I'm just airing it out. And then I get to a point where I'm like, oh, I'm good and I have great ideas, and everything's wonderful. And then it comes back. And sometimes anxiety isn't even mine. Sometimes it's the neighbors, but then it gets amplified so much so that I can't even function sometimes. I've had whole hours where I just sit in so in fear, barely able to breathe before I realize, holy crap, that's not even my emotion dude, what the fuck? Like, I don't need this. Oh my God. Send it back. You know, return to sender baby, (laughs) you know, but I've noticed that today. My biggest thing was my frustration, my frustration at the fact that I have done 560 plus 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 episodes of this show. And I'm just making a couple dollars a day. Um, I feel like I put in the effort. I put in the work. They always say, do what you love and the money will follow. Is it going to follow my death? Because it hasn't followed me so far, you know? And I'm just like, Oh my God, I've done every law of attraction book. I've done every law of attraction movie. I've, done all the meditations. I've done the binaural beats. I've done the isochronic tones. I've done, you know, this, I've done that. I've done everything. I've read, I've done the workbooks. I've done the things that you need to do to pull in the money, you know? And it's like, and yet my impact on the world is not what I want it to be. You know, and I keep asking God and I keep getting the same kinds of answers it's coming. You're, you're ready. It's going to happen. And I'm like, okay, great. And here a month later, uh, when's it going to happen again, dude? Cause you know, it's not happening yet. What? like I, I've been, I I believed you (laughs) here. It comes again. And I feel like the same thing has been happening with all of us. That frustrational feeling of, okay, you said we're going to go to the fifth dimension. You said we're going to be there. And we're physically here. We're mentally, emotionally, spiritually here. And yet it feels like very little has changed. And it's that frustration of, I did the fucking work. I did the meditation. I went to the groups. I was nice to everybody. I cut out all the people in my life that were dragging me down. I wished them well. I learned to love everyone on earth. I did all the work. So where's my freaking halo and wings, baby. (laughs) Not that that's literally physically going to happen. I mean, it'd be awesome if it did, but if it doesn't happen, that's okay. But where is the rest of it though? A lot of you did find your union this past year and that is amazing. A lot of us are still waiting and we're like, what the hell? Like, why are we last? You know what I mean? Like why, why do we choose that for ourselves? I mean, frankly, I would rather have, I would rather be the last group to get my twin flame in my life. If it meant we would never have the twin flame runner scenario, I would rather not be completely, totally in love. And then all of a sudden he's no longer my life and I'm alone again. I mean, I feel like I'm so emotional and I'm so I'm such an empath, and I feel things so deep that that would probably freaking kill me. I'd literally die of loneliness. I actually had a lifetime where I died of loneliness. My heart literally broke, and and I died of that. I couldn't even eat, and I starved myself to death for three weeks. It took like three, three and a half weeks. It was ridiculous. And I was pregnant with my love's baby, and he died in battle in France. And it was like, ugh... Oh my God, you know, I just, I didn't want anyone to know I was with child because I didn't want to ruin his reputation. I knew my, if if my dad found out that this guy had impregnated me, he would have dug up his bones instead of the honored burial he was given. He would have, um, dug up his bones and maybe kicked me out of the house, you know? And I was just like, I can't, I couldn't risk it. So. I starved myself to death. I broke my, my heart was broken. It was like, and he wasn't even my twin flame. He was my main, my main squeeze, my, my romantic partner soulmate that I had again and again and again and again in multiple lifetimes. He was my main guy that we, we chose many lifetimes to live together, be together, you know, try for the marriage and kids together in every life we failed, except this one. Finally, I had kids with him (laughs) and then he dies early anyway. I told him I'm going to wring your neck, man. And when I see you in heaven, it's over. Told him while he's on his deathbed. I'm like, I, I'm never, ever reincarnating with you again, dude. This was literally my last time with you. I'm glad that we got married. I'm glad we had a beautiful life together. I'm glad we have our kids. But the fact that you're checking out early you just really pissed me off with this one, honestly. This is what I told him when he's on his deathbed. I'm not a fluffy bunny type of person. <laughs> I'm not going to be like, it's okay for all the hell you put me through. Let me just hold your hand. Stroke your hair. Oh, Not that he had hair, he's bald. But still, I, I'm just not that kind of person. I'm just like, you know what? I'm going to save my damn piece. <laughs> I don't care if it pisses you off. Carry it to the next world. They'll help you. They'll help you over there. I told him I love you. I'm pissed off at you. You're checking out, checking out on your own kids. We're never, ever reincarnating together again. I will never be with you again because I can't. It's just, I can't with that anymore. I'm done. My karma with you is done. We did it. As far as I'm concerned, if it was a debt, if it was something we had to settle, if it was a bet, I bet we can't do it this time. I bet we can. I mean, I don't know what it was, but we finally got it. And I'm like, I'm, I'm the hell out, dude. <laughs> I, now I'm going to go find my twin flame. You know, I didn't tell him that, but I was like, I'm going to go find my twin flame, you know, <laughs> you know, or just live a wild life until I die. I guess. I don't know. I mean, what else do I do? <laughs> I mean, it's, it is what it is, right? But There's this frustration, this sense of like, well, God, you know, we wanted this year to be so good. And by the way, I don't know what the hell happened with me last night. I hope that the show was okay. You know, um, I just, it's like I kept leaving my body and there was like beings, I think kept pulling me out of my body and I felt like someone was trying to talk through me and I was like looking at the screen, reading it. And then, I would see like the screen would go kind of blurry or fuzzy and I would see a different screen and it would have different words on it and I thought I was reading the right screen and then all of a sudden I would just like like brrr, you know shake my head get my head out of it and all of a sudden the, the screen would change and be totally different words I, I honestly feel like possibly I was phasing into a different timeline where things were 20% different or 2% sorry, 2% different. I mean, that might've been what maybe I was hopping to new timeline. I felt wild. I felt really, um, like crazy. I I don't, I can't explain it other than how I'm explaining it already. You know, it's just like, I just looked, it was 1122. There's two numbers for you. Um, I don't know. I've been, but I've been frustrating. Um, or feeling frustrated and I hate that feeling cause it's like, it's not productive and it, it, it's an impetus to change. Yes, of course, of course it is, but it doesn't feel productive. It doesn't feel like a safe haven. <laughs> it's not a safe place to be, you know? And I know a lot of you are frustrated with a lot of things in your life. You know, I'm feeling frustration about, um, you have to move and it's frustrating because you have to move and moving is annoying, you know, or you need to move out of a relationship and you don't want to. And that's annoying, you know, and there's, there's been a lot of annoyance and a lot of frustration lately. And for me, it's, it's been about the money thing. It's like, I know I'm doing everything right. I know I'm doing everything right. I mean, I'm calling it in on so many levels. And my friend told me today, he said, you know, when, when that dam breaks, you'll never worry about money again. You're going to be totally fine you know, you're just like, there's like maybe one missing link. There's like one thing. And he bought me a book to help me through it. So I started to skip around the book. It's how he said he did it at first. Just look around, skip around. And then eventually he, he literally read every word for word, you know, through this book. It's Barbara Stanny's book, um, overcoming under earning. And you, um, just go through it. It's like a workbook. And he, it had just sent this to me and I haven't quite fully gotten into it yet. So I know maybe that might be the missing link. I don't know. I mean, I've done a lot of books like this. Maybe this is the one. I mean, he was always broke and then he went through this. He went through it three whole times to make sure he wanted to fix his whole subconscious world. And he says, now I'm not a person that ever asks for money. I'm the person who lends it to other people. You know, I'm the one with the money now. He says, I'm the wealthy one out of all the people I know. And, and before he was always the one that was just like broke and scared and on the verge of homelessness, you know? And so he was in that situation and he, he's from Detroit, which is funny. I've known Kyle for a long time, like at least a dozen years. And I just found out recently he's from Detroit. I'm like, that's weird. Cause you know, I went back to Detroit and I bought a house and I lived in it for 14 months and I'd never been, ever 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 in Michigan or any state you know never i would never been to any state east of the Mississippi River <laughs> and I just out on a whim I just my kids said I want to live in the U.S. again mom after we'd lived in Mexico and Guatemala and I'm like all right we'll go buy a cheap ass house in Detroit and fix it up and if they don't um, like us then people you know in our neighborhood if if we don't like them and they don't like us and we don't get long. At least we've helped the neighborhood and we can move. We'll sell it at a decent price, you know, where we're going to boost everybody's house. But at the same time, you know, we might make a little bit of a profit and then we can use that money to travel further. We could, you know, that was like the plan and got there and broke my leg, bought the house, sat in my house for six months, recovering from a broken leg and, um, unable to really do any of the work on my house, which is so frustrating. And, and it seems like this, Frustrational crap has been a part of my life for, um, probably I would say seven years, maybe, maybe 10, honestly, you know, right when my husband died, I think might be my pinpointed point of that, but it was also around the year 2012 when we all started having this massive shift. And I know that a lot of you are are going through a lot of similar things. I mean, people, a lot of people in the world are like losing their homes to fires and floods and hurricanes. And you know, um, there's riots and there's protests in the streets and there's all kinds of craziness. And since 2012, actually things have been not really the same. I've, I've never lived in the 1950s as far as I know in middle America. But when I see shows from that era, a part of me kind of, in spite of the sexism, a part of me feels like I wish I was there still. Like I wish I could go back to a simpler time where, you know, the biggest difference in my day is like an ice cream truck coming down the lane. It's 10 minutes late or something, you know, like if that was like, you know, the topic we can talk about because that was different. Like, you know, like there's so much change. There's so much constant you know, um, stuff, but we have a lot of opportunities we do. And, and I know that that's true. And, but I felt this collective sort of intensity. That's what it is. It's not just about frustration. It's not just about depression or anxiety. It's not just about, you know, the seeming bipolarity of this world really cut. Like the, the chickens are coming home to roost, right? It just feels like that. Like, um, when we have happy days they are extraordinarily happy when we have sad days. We're just like, we're like, I don't care if I ever wake up again. You know what I mean? It's like, Oh, it's like, it's, it's, it's frustrating because of the intensity of it. We're not used to this level of, of constant tension at this level of emotional intensity. And it's just what I'm feeling. It's just my perception of it maybe. But from what I've heard from a lot of you, it's the same thing. It's just, I'm just tired of it. You know, like, like I told you yesterday when Philip, he said, I'm just tired of this shit happening to me too much weird shit. And it's like every day and it's like all the time. And it's just too weird. Like, you know, he's a, he's a, he's a frustrated Virgo. And I feel that frustration. It's like, that's a part of my own heart. That frustration in the Virgo heart, like, Oh, why can't things just freaking be perfect? You know, why can't they just go smoothly? Why can't, you know, the store deliver me a piece of steak from a cow that I ordered rather than a wild animal that God forbid might even be an endangered species for all I freaking know. Like what the hell was that? My son just made the steak where we're like, God, if we take a bite of this and it's terrible, Uh, you know, there goes our dinner. That's like our protein for like the week. It was enough meat for us. You know, to have, at least for me, to have two or three days worth of protein. You know, and I don't have an income anymore, so I can't waste it. And it's like, but if it doesn't taste good, if I'm like, you know, it's like frustrating. Like, why can't shit work right? (laughs) You know, it's like they always say, if it ain't broke, why fix it? But everything is broke suddenly. And we're scrambling to fix it with our emotions. And we don't know how to do it any other way. You know, and that might be the secret. That might be the key. This might be the point of grace that we needed. This is when we stop, ba- stop, and we step back and we look at, at this and we realize, oh crap! It was us all along. It was our emotions all along. It was our um, our responsibility all along. All right, now I forgot where I was because <laughs> I don't know if you could tell uh, my my, my son came up and he had a piece of the Vicuna. He wanted me to taste it. He just got it off the barbecue. And uh, so I paused it and I went down and I ate with my son just now. And, um, okay. I have a Vicuna report. (laughs) I'll tell you about it in a minute, but let's get back to where I was. Hopefully I can remember uh, exactly where I was. Um, so what if it is our fault, right? <laughs> In a way, you know, we have to manipulate our world with our minds and our emotions and our, and but our emotions can get out of control. We have to have a balance of everything. So we have to get rid of all the junk and the gunk from, you know, all the different aspects of ourselves, And we have to manipulate the matter through the mind, mind over matter. And so what if it is, what if it is our, our doing, you know, like we do all the things physically we need to do. We need, we need to, we know we have to do all the stuff. We got to do all the work. We work on the shadow side. We work on the everything, you know, like to bring our twin flame unions. For example, I know I've done all the work, you know, like every time I pick up, a deck of cards anymore. And I say, okay, higher self, please contact my guardian angel, tell my holy guardian angel to pull out the card I need to know. What today can I do? What today can I work on? What today do I need to do in order to bring about my twin flame union? You know, what can I do to elicit that elusive phone call? And the cards I keep getting are like, you're ready today. I, I pulled out a different card deck and I said, okay, what is the one thing I need to do to bring about, um, my financial security <laughs> and the word you, the the card that, that said union came out. So it's like, Oh my God. <laughs> <You know? laughs> I asked about my union. Apparently I'm ready, but he's not here. I asked about my money and says, you're going to have your money when your union's here. Well, but he's not here. So what do I do is frustrational. So, I've been thinking about um, I've been thinking about it. I was thinking about it all day, actually, this frustrational energy. Like, what do I do to, to transmute and transform this? This is a hard one to get through, especially in 2020, which is seemingly the year of the metal rat and also serious frustration. You know, <laughs> it just seems like it's ah, you know. So <clears throat> I just I, I just um, sat with it I sat with it I started the show earlier and I had to delete what I said because I just felt like maybe it wasn't good enough and then I had to redo it again you know um, but while I was waiting you know for more inspiration to strike and sometimes I'll sit here for hours waiting for this inspiration to strike you know what am I gonna talk about tonight <coughs> um, excuse me I mean obviously obviously I'm, I'm good at the, the inspiration. It does come. It comes readily, comes easy, comes often, but sometimes it takes a few hours, you know, to come. But I know I always have a uh, faith. It's going to come and it always does. I mean, 560 episodes later, I've had 560 topics in the introduction to talk about. So, um, I was thinking about it and then I got a little, um, email And it said mindfulness and forgiveness. And I'm like, okay, well, I've already forgiven everything that ever happened to me. I've already forgiven myself for everything I've done wrong. I've forgiven everybody, every event, every circumstance. I've already done the forgiveness. So I just kind of poo-pooed it. (laughs) I mean, the card I got was, you're ready. The other card I got was union, you know? (sighs) So here I sit again, mindfulness, mindfulness. All right. So if I just focus on what I want, focus on what I, which I've been doing every day anyway, ah, imagining having it, having it, imagine the emotion of having it. I mean, I do all this shit every fucking day and it's still not here. So what the hell? Right. But then I just was like, all right, maybe there's another message in this email that came that said mindfulness and forgiveness. Right. There's another message just in that title. I know it. I feel it. I sense it. There's something there. So I'm sitting here and I was looking at the card grace while my baby little kitten familiar was laying down next to my leg and purring his little heart out. And that's when it struck me guys. Um, You might've done all the shadow work. You might you might are still going through it and it's possible you're still going through it. But what if you get to the end of all of it and things are still not functioning and working the way you want it to work, <laughs> you know, then what? And it dawned on me, there was a component I was missing. It wasn't forgiving other people or events or circumstances for things that helped me back in the past. It wasn't forgiving myself for blaming those things in the first place when maybe it was my fault in the first place. Cause I already did all that. But the forgiveness that I forgot about is the forgiveness of not having what you what you want, or not believing that you deserve what you want. You have to forgive yourself for believing you deserve less than what you deserve. You know. <laughs> so okay, in other words, <clears throat> um, I deserve to have not all the money in the world but all the money in the world that is meant for me that I can have that I can use that I can turn around and create wonderful things with to help my community not just myself and my children and my baby little kitten but people in my community like Shreen Kira I don't know where the hell they get their money but I think they're very wealthy I mean her scarves alone every you see her in her videos like each one of those scarves are like a hundred bucks. So it's like, I mean, she has really beautiful scarves. I love her style. She's wild and flowy and free and amazing. And I love them. So I'm not criticizing them, but I'm like, where the hell they get their money. Right? Like I know they, I think maybe they've written books possibly. I know they have a website. They've been around 20, 30 years on the, on the circuit. I know they do a lot of workshops and seminars. Maybe that's it. I mean, or maybe he was like a space engineer. I don't know. I I honestly don't know where they get their money, but I do know that with their money, they bought like this massive piece of land here in Ecuador and they've uncovered these Incan ruins. And I know that they're preserving them for all of humanity and the the local natives um, they've invited to the land to help them to understand more about what's going on with the ruins and also to have their ceremonies like their ancestors did to restore their magic and restore, um, their spirituality back to the people. So that's what they did with their money. And I'm like, that's what I want to do with my money. That's not here yet. (laughs) You know, you know, they opened up a free clinic. And and so anyone who needs a hospital or like a doctor, they can go to the free clinic if they don't have any money. And that's for all the natives you know, it's like only 45 minutes from here. I think they're in, in Pauute or something. They're not too far from where I live actually. And so and that's the kind of thing I want to do. You know, I want to have maybe like a glamp ground. I want to have a place where Ecuadorians could come and enjoy life and, um, have kind of like a getaway, but also very, a safe get getaway safe for their kids, safe for their, you know, they bring their animals just safe for, you know, whatever. And, you know and 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 to also have good food at a decent price and you know like and but also taking whatever extra money to maybe have a museum and and dedicate that to the people and have it like a government museum of any artifacts we find on the land and you know I mean, like I think about all this stuff all the time, you know where's my money to do all the good in the world I want to do? I want to buy an ark every year, I'd like to buy an ark every month, what does that mean? What's an ark, Elena okay. Uh, Heifer International, heifer.org, H-E-I-F-E-R dot O-R-G. Um, for $5,000, you buy an ark of animals. And the people that receive these animals for free are people that are poor all over the world. You know, for example, you buy a hive of bees for $20, and that gives the family honey that they can sell at the marketplace so that they can have everything they need. And as the hive grows, they share a part of the hive with a neighbor that shares it with another neighbor that shares it with another neighbor. Pretty soon we're restoring bees. Pretty soon everyone has honey. Pretty soon everybody has a way to make a living. And pretty soon we have just made a situation where everybody is financially free. Same thing with ducks. Um, you don't eat the ducks. You eat the eggs that the ducks lay and they have they're high protein. And if you can't eat all the eggs, you sell them in the marketplace. Then you could buy other stuff like school supplies and books. And then the children can go to school. And when the ducks have babies, we give the ducks to the next door neighbors. And then when those ducks have babies, they give them to their next door neighbors. And pretty soon everybody has enough protein. Everyone has enough food. Everybody can sell them the duck eggs in the marketplace. And suddenly everybody is financially free. And $5,000, I think, serves 20 to 25 villages around the world. Which, within um, two to three years, I think they said, becomes 250 villages. So, if I could buy one arc every month, what is that? <laughs> you know, within two, three years time, times 12 arcs a year, how many villages did I just help? in the whole world you know so that's like one of my dreams heifer.org so far I've only ever really saved maybe 200 villages in my lifetime not not a lot I I would like to do a lot more I'd like to save thousands of villages you know around the world but anyway so I've been you know thinking about all the things you know like look at you know god you know the stuff I want to do right I'm not going to buy a luxury yacht and sail around the world, and you know, waste my money on cocaine and hookers. That's not what I'm going to do. You know, (laughs) that's not even remotely what I want to do. You know, it's like I want to, you know, yeah, I might might buy a little bit of bud. You know, maybe a little bit, maybe a brownie here and there. You know, but overall, I'm going to help people. I want to have my my dream you know is to help the world wake up (laughs) so so I was frustrated with it but this is what this is the forgiveness this is where that forgiveness idea came in and this is I'm gonna share with you guys this was my insight today what if I forgive myself for not accepting my millions or whatever maybe I only have ten thousand dollars coming my way Maybe I have $10 million coming my way. All the lifetimes I've suffered, I deserve compensation for all the things I've done for other people. You know, and if I need to make reparations, let it be. So give me the money so I can make the reparations, right? But what if it's my fault for not accept, for not forgiving myself for accepting less than what I can use and have and deserve. And what if I don't have my twin with me because even though I did all the work and I think he's done almost all of his work. If not, if he's not done yet, he's almost done. You know, I feel it. I feel his energy. So I kind of feel like maybe I think he might be there. Actually, he might just be busy this month. That's okay. But, um, what if I, for I, I ask God for forgiveness for me thinking I deserve to be alone instead of with my twin what if I say to God please forgive me for thinking I deserve to be less than or homeless or that I don't deserve right so this isn't like an ego thing of I deserve my millions ha, ha, ha. I'm going to be old king Cole, the merry old soul count my money in the hen house No, I don't mean that. I don't mean like that at all. You know, but a lot of us have this spiritual weirdness of, well, money isn't spiritual. So I'm poor because I'm a free spirit. It's like, dude, no. (sighs) Nature is abundant and gives all abundance. Do you guys know that there's a beach in Saudi Arabia where hundreds of thousands of fish, come up on the beach and just beach themselves as an offering to the people of Saudi Arabia. They have so much fish. They don't even know what to do with it. They give free fish away. Like all the animals in the area get fish every night for dinner, fresh fish out of the ocean. It just keep, it washes up on shore. You know, there are places where the people are praying constantly for abundance and they get it so much so that they can be generous with others. And nature is generous I mean do you think that a tree only grows five or six leaves on it because it doesn't want the other trees to be jealous of it it's so stupid this idea right you know oh look at that tree what does it think it is growing 15 leaves Tch, what a bitch I mean do you like would do, do, you do, do trees talk about each other like that the way humans do I don't think so <laughs> no they grow as many leaves as, as possible They get struck by lightning. They split apart. They open up and they grow double the size with quadruple the amount of leaves because all of nature is abundant in all of its forms. Nature is abundant. Cats give birth to six babies, not one. You know what I mean? (laughs) All of nature is abundant. So like why? why do you accept less than abundance for yourself? And, and what if you've done all the work and all the spiritual work and you're doing the workbook and the work steps and imagining it and visualizing it and binaural beats and hypnosis and you're doing everything, you're doing everything. And then you get to the point where you're like, but I don't have it. So what the hell? And then you start beating yourself up. Maybe I don't deserve it. Maybe I'm a shitty person. Maybe I was Hitler in a past life and I don't remember, (laughs) you know, maybe I, maybe I was like Genghis fucking Kong. Maybe that's why, you know, it's frustrating, right? These thoughts, they start coming and you're like, ah, and you get really pissed off. You get angry at yourself and you beat yourself up. Maybe it's my bad karma, but I think that maybe we, we block our blessings by, um, thinking we don't deserve it. And that might be like the one thing, you know, or like we're not worthy or, or maybe it will make other people jealous of us or, or, um, maybe, It'll make us a target, you know, for physical violence or kidnapping or whatever. You know, a lot of people have those kinds of thoughts. <clears throat> but what if it is up to us to do all the work we've already done, all the law of attraction stuff, all the abundance stuff, and then what we needed to do was to forgive ourselves for thinking we didn't deserve those good things in the first place. You just have to say. I forgive myself for thinking I ever deserved to be homeless. I forgive myself for thinking that I wasn't good enough to be loved. I forgive myself for thinking that I did not deserve friends. I, I, I forgive myself for thinking that I did not deserve to be wealthy like other wealthy people. Because when, when push comes to shove and the truth of this is the truth of the matter is, if everyone in the world were to go outside on a sunny day and stand under the sun, do you think that only 10% of those people get sunshine and everyone else just gets shade? Or do you think that the sun believes that everyone equally deserves his light? And so he shines on everyone equally. (laughs) So, the whole idea of like the 10% or 5% being wealthy and the rest of us being crap. And then we accepted that for ourselves. We have to forgive our, we have to ask forgiveness of God or, or, or forgive ourselves for ever accepting less than, and maybe that's our fault, right? That part we could take responsibility and then move forward by saying, ah, Hey guy, Hey girl that I am or woman that I am. I forgive myself for ever thinking I don't deserve for trying to take a step back and shrink myself for whatever reason it's dumb there's enough money in the world for everyone to be wealthy it just has to be redistributed correctly and if you accept your fair share accept the $10,000 a month accept the $2,000 a month If you can use $50,000 a month and help a shit ton of people accept it. Forgive yourself for not having accepted it until right now. Anyway, that's my insight guys. I hope it helps. Grace is our card of the day. Vintage wisdom Oracle. Um, I have to open up the thing. Okay. I'm going to give you a Vicuna report. (laughs) I'm going to give you a Vicuna report while I'm looking for the vintage wisdom Oracle um, the folder on my tablet so this is what happened so what is vacuna like okay it looks like a steak it's a very weird t-bone steak it's very thick it's like three inches or two or three inches thick and it's um at first it looked just like a normal uh, just like a normal steak and then I realized it's a slightly different color which freaked me out of course and I thought maybe it wasn't, I thought maybe it was out of date, like maybe it was old meat. So I, I looked and know the date was right. And I'm like, maybe it's just the lighting and I'm not going to look further into this. And then when my son said it was vacuna, I was like, Oh my God. Oh my God, this is weird. I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to do that. I asked for vodka, not vacuna, <laughs> you know, and if you're vegetarian or vegan right now, I'm sorry for this conversation because I know it's weird. I mean, if I could, I would just eat that, you know, um, all right. Uh, downloads. Okay. So I, I was, um, skeptical about this whole thing and I was a little freaked out about it, honestly, but my son, he wants to be a chef and he knows how to marinate things and cook things. And I bought him some carbone Uh, basically charcoal, and and he lit up the barbecue, and he he fried these bad boys up, and he brought me some, and and it was actually very tasty. It was weird though because some of it was red like a steak, and some of it was white like pork, and it tasted like a combination of the two, and is actually very good. In fact, we left we had a little bit of it left over, and we decided we're gonna make a stew for tomorrow. So that's going to be our meal for tomorrow. I knew it was going to be protein for us for like two days at least. And so, you know, and I guess it, it was it's only for two days. It wasn't a three-dayer, but that's okay. That's okay. And so we, um, we ate it, and I feel good, and I feel strong, and there's a lot of protein in it, and it's a higher quality meat than what we had been getting with beef anyway, actually. It probably has all the omegas, three, six, nine. It's excellent. You can hear my baby kitty in the background, by the way. Hey, kitty, catty! Oh my God, he's so cute! M- m- hey, <laughs> Monsieur Ravenspell. <laughs> I know his last name is Ravenspell, guys. I don't know uh, what his first name is yet. We're still trying to figure this out. I, I call him Saucier. I mean, sorcerer in French. <laughs> For some reason, I think he's a French cat. Maybe he's French, Italian. I don't know. We- we're trying to figure it out. <laughs> what is his energy? But um, anyway, so the Vicuña was good. It tasted good. I feel uh, actually nourished by it. I feel kind of a little bit more positive now that I've eaten this heavy, dense protein my body desperately needed. But I'm going to tell you something really freaking weird about it. I don't think my tongue is supposed to be uh, uh, numb. (laughs) I don't think that's a part of this. I don't think that's what this is supposed to. I don't believe that eating food is supposed to make your mouth numb if I start to hallucinate well no but I mean I feel I don't know I don't know what it is but my tongue is still numb I mean I I tasted it it tasted good and then all of a sudden my mouth is numb am I allergic to, to Vicuna wild Vicuna it makes no sense I've never eaten it before why would I be allergic but It is what it is, and it's freaking weird as hell. (laughs) I don't know why, but um, it is what it is. Okay, so Grace is our card, Vintage Wisdom Oracle. So let's get over to the Grace card and see what it says for us. I have to say the alphabet, EFG, Gentleness, Grace. There we go. All right, Grace. Grace. Poised in a scene of heady blossoms, lakes, and mountains, a bejeweled dancer is captured in a moment of rapture. Twirling a gossamer veil in the rays of the afternoon sun, her carefree form moves effortlessly in harmony with the beauty that surrounds her. She is intoxicated with the spirit of grace. And delights in the sublime sweetness of the passing moment in addition to obvious visual beauty grace can manifest in other ways the name grace has Latin origins that mean favor or blessing in religious traditions grace means unmerited favor or loving kindness of God Now, grace cannot be bargained for as only the divine mind decides when and how to reveal itself. The presence of this card calls you to pause, take heart, and return to the miraculous simplicity of the moment. Through the gift of life alone, you are already part of the miracle of grace. See that, guys? You deserve grace. You deserve every good thing in this life. So there it is, right? So, um, I'm going to read that last sentence again. Through the gift of life alone, you are already part of the miracle of grace. You may feel overwhelmed by the pressures surrounding you or isolated and disconnected from the beating heart of your sacred relationship to life. Perhaps you are overanalyzing things or measuring your progress by man made yardsticks, which have no bearing on your spiritual identity without a doubt. There have been countless times when you sought guidance and grace was present but went unnoticed. She can be found in the space between the notes of a tune that call your body to dance and your spirit to soar. She is hidden within the silence between breaths and in the very pulse of life itself. So the next time you find yourself grumbling about the rain, remember the words from John Updike rain is grace Rain is the sky condensing to the earth. Without rain, there would be no life. When grace dances into your moments of loving connectedness, you will recognize her reassuring lightness of step. And regardless of circumstances, be both humble and grateful for the perfection in each moment. Cultivate the eyes to see and heart to merge with these gifts as they unfold bountifully in your daily life. And soon you will realize that the darkest days are never so daunting as to be beyond the reach of grace. So there you have it. Um, That was actually pretty... (laughs) pretty profound and pretty connected to what I was just saying. So I always love when that happens for me. That is a miracle. I'm so grateful every time that happens when something I say connects with something else that I didn't even know. I I've never read the description for this card. So I did, you guys, um, let me see here. By the way, Vicunas, did you guys know they're related to alpacas too? I looked up vicuña, how to cook a vicuña, and it says alpaca meat, and I'm like, what? I swear to God, I mean, did I just eat an endangered animal? I mean, God. I mean, if it's in the grocery store, I'm assuming it's illegal to sell, but it, it kind of freaks me out, actually. But it's okay. God bless the who, whose life and mine have merged now. So, there you go. Just sent love to his spirit. There's, there's, speaking of spirits, there is a beautiful picture on spaceweather.com. You guys, this is incredible. Uh, Remember, we've spoken a few times about sprites. Uh, Sprites are those little... um, little hi baby (laughs) hi honey hi sweetie I think he's calling me how cute right come on come on up yeah come on if you want you want to be a part of the show come on it's awfully long way up here for him to come three flights he's so little eight weeks old only but the stairs are not too wide I know he can do it. So, uh, sprites are the things that go on top of, um, when you have the thunderstorms, the thunder and lightning, the sprites are red. They're bright red. And they're like a new phenomenon on this planet. And this guy, uh, Frankie L- Lucena, of Puerto Rico, Puerto, Puerto, I can't even say Puerto Rica, Puerto Rica. It should be Puerto Rico, right? Cause it, it the way they spelled that is weird anyway um anyways puerto rico <sighs> i'm not even saying it right now he has made a discovery that the jellyfish have feet now jellyfish is a form of sprite they're called jellyfish sprites but they have little feet because he took a bunch of pictures and he blew it up and he's like oh my god they've got feet this is weird it's a brand new discovery just just this week oh my gosh or actually, well, September 28th. So in the past two weeks, brand new scientific discovery. It made spaceweather.com. This website is super amazing. I just, I wanted to tell you guys because the pictures are here. They're super amazing. All right. Uh, You're going to want to see them. Now, let me look at this. Uh, I just accidentally blew up a picture of the sun. All right. (laughs) The solar wind speed right now is 306.2 kilometers per second. We still have a sunspot Genesis, but we now have gone... 13 days without a sunspot officially they're trying to form they're working on it we will see what happens with that we have cosmic radiation uh 9.6 percent of the space age average so it's high but it is down by 0.5 percent since yesterday and there are no significant coronal holes on the earth's side of the sun which is good news because that means our weekend may just possibly may be free and clear of all this download, crazy radiation energy that we've been getting. You know, we're still going to have the cosmic stuff, the typical stuff, but I mean, we've had some really hard stuff lately. You know, I, I know you guys have noticed it intense dreams too. my God. You know, I just, it was like, I was embroiled in something intense, It was like, I don't know, it was some kind of a discussion in a classroom. It was like a really intense thing, you know, like I was in this classroom. We're trying to solve something, and it was like coming to a head, and everyone's getting super excited about, okay, okay, wait, wait, wait. There's this, and we're right on the tip of our brain, like, I don't know, a way to save humanity or something. And I woke up, and I'm like, oh, man, like I almost solved it, man. That was the key. We were almost there. We were so close, so close, and then I woke up. Oh, man, that was an intense dream. The uh, All-Sky Fireball Network from NASA's All-Sky Cameras across the United States have discovered 17 sporadic fireballs today, and um, that's it as far as space weather news is concerned. Now, uh, we don't have any HeartMath Institute news their site is still down. Um, I don't know if they're in the fire issue or not, but as far as disclosure news dot it, we are at uh, power 20. So the sum of the hour that had the most energy in Italy was only 20 Hertz frequency. It's, it's just been super low, um, vibration over there. And I don't know why, you know, but it, it fluctuates around the world. So if it's like 20 in one place, it's like, up to 600 in another it's you know we really are oh i found this guy he's a rapper i'm I'm trying to get him on the show he said he would come um we have to figure it out he's from the bay area and he has um the name truth r -R t-r-u-t-h-r and he does rap like hip-hop and it's all about high vibrational stuff. And one of the lines in his his song today that I listened to was they say we're in the 11th dimension, but it just feels like nothing's changed, you know, and he's talking about ascending and, you know, being high vibration and, but also going through all of his own emotional crap. Like, I have a fear of commitment and I'm afraid my, my friends are going to die and I'm afraid that, um, bad things are going to happen in the earth and I'm afraid that maybe it's going to end, you know, like I was listening to a bunch of different songs of his today. So I want to mention it, you know, cause he has the same energy of, of the rest of us. You know, he's, he's there as our soul family and our soul tribe. And he's, he's, um, making songs about, uh, you know, how everyone's feeling and what we're doing how we feel like we're going to bring about a new world and we're not, you know, going to die. This isn't the apocalypse, although it feels like it. It is in some ways, and I think we're going to hop off onto a new world or hop up into a new dimension somehow. It's energetically more than physically, though. We have to bring the heaven on the earth ourselves. It's our responsibility. It's a damn big responsibility, but we can do it. My mom used to say, you're too blessed to be stressed. And if God brings you to it, he's going to pull you through it. She had a bunch of plaques. <laughs> I, saw, I saw a meme today. It said, if, if somebody has a plaque that says this, and it was one of the plaques my mom used to have on her wall, it says that you're living in a house, or you're in a house of a demon. Get out, get out now. And and it was like, like, oh, live, laugh, and love. If it says live, laugh, and love, you're in the house of a demon. Get the hell out. <laughs> like, what? It was so strange. It's like, <clears throat> not true. Not true at all. All right, guys. I'm going to take a quick break and figure out why my tongue is still numb from the vicuña. Make sure I could see my hand in front of my face and it's not like purple or something no I mean I'm not I'm not hallucinating but my tongue is numb that's usually what happens right right before you hallucinate right (laughs) oh what the actual hell it's been an experience and you know what I'm grateful for all my experiences so thank you God for that all right so here we go I'm gonna take a quick break when I come back we're gonna hear from the Kappa Irish kids again because I love them so much. Their sweet little faces can be seen singing that hip hop rap song about saving the earth on the Kappa Boy National Irish School um, channel on YouTube. So anyway, that's it. I'm going to take a quick break. When I come back, we're going to do the earth changes report and the weekly weird world news right after this message and the Kappa boy kids, of course. Alright guys well I uh, still have a numb numb tongue (laughs) so hopefully we'll be able to get through this news report okay (laughs) Um, I drank a lot of water took my vitamins and I don't know I mean does this mean I have an allergy to Vicuna or does it mean that they uh, soaked it in coca leaves or something (laughs) because I got a lot of energy from it and my tongue is numb it's like do a eat coca is that something i don't know <laughs> coca leaves are amazing honestly it's what they make cocaine out of but just when it's coca the plain leaf it's actually a really nice painkiller and helps you uh pull in more oxygen into your system it's very healthy good for your digestion you know when you take it as the drug cocaine though i mean you get sick within 24 hours of taking it it's terrible it's a horrible drug it's it's addictive and yucky makes you feel amazing. You have no pain in your body. 24 hours later, you're all kinds of pain. It's like double the pain as before. It's just like taking an opioid. So it's not worth it. But the leaves itself, the leaves themselves, it's worth it. It's good. But now I'm wondering about, <laughs> now I'm wondering about the diet of the Vicuña. Just maybe that's what it is. All right, let's get into it guys. Watchers.news. Watchers.news is where I get my earth changes report. And why do we do this? Number one, we want to know what's going on in the world, um, on a geological level, you know, um, meteorological level, you know, just what are the earth changes themselves? Cause when we turn to the news, it's always, you know, this president candidate, that, that president, that, you know, no more flies. <laughs> Beelzebub. <laughs> Lord of the flies. Um, <laughs> I saw the footage, guys. Oh, my God. Biden with a fly on his head, though. Oh, my God. Oh, that is comedy gold. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, it's, like, so funny. I mean, the fact that it was a black fly on that white hair and just... <sighs> only in 2020 does a fly get that much press like for real all right I'm not going to give it any more press okay (laughs) he's like famous you know it's like what flies only live like a like what three days or something maybe a week at the most depending on the species so man he really made the most of his life (laughs) that was pretty cool actually the fly life all right so Anyway, so what we do, so besides wanting to know what's going on in the world and seeing the storms and the changes and what's happening, we also want to be able to uh, send love and light and high vibrational prayers or positive thoughts to the people that are suffering in the rest of the world. It brings us more love and compassion to our heart. And it also helps them every little bit positive energy, positive vibration helps you, your community, your community, your world and the people suffering the things that they're suffering at the hands of well, mother nature herself. So that's why I do the earth changes report every single Friday now, because I want you guys to have more love and compassion. And this is just a fun way of exercising that. So here we go. Uh, October 3rd, is where we left off. The second was the last one with a fireball exploding over Brazil, uh, Rio Grande do Sul. That was the last one in Santa Catarina in Brazil. That was the last report we did. So here we go. In Mexico, tropical storm Gamma to make a landfall in the Yucatan Peninsula. So that's that's on the um, east coast of Mexico. I've never been there. I've been only on the West coast of Mexico at the very South and the very North of the country. And in the middle, I've never been like to Guadalajara place. I've always wanted to go, but I've never been, um, (laughs) but yeah, so tropical storm gamma, we'll see what happens later. I'm sure if it did fall. Oh yeah, here it is. Shit. On the 5th of October. (laughs) Yeah. Tropical storm gamma claimed six lives. And stalled near the coast of the Yucatan Peninsula. So let's send love and light to the families of the victims of Tropical Storm Gamma. There it is. Uh, Storm Alex hits Europe with extremely heavy rain and destructive winds. So let's send love and light and sunshine not only to Mexico but also to Europe. Now this one is strange. Solar storms more severe when two events slip string behind each other this was on the 4th of October I want to, I'm going to this one to see what happens um, what happened so a research team led by the Imperial College of London has presented in a new study that coronal mass ejections or CMEs or solar storms could be more extreme than previously believed when they slipstream into each other or when two such events follow each other Modeling an extreme space weather event that missed the earth narrowly in 2012 shows that it could have been much worse if another one had occurred. So CMEs are explosions of vast amounts of magnetized material from the sun, which travel at high speeds and release a large amount of energy in a very short period of time. So when the CMEs reach earth, they trigger aurora borealises, but they can also disrupt satellites and communications. The most extreme space weather events are likely to be catastrophic, causing power blackouts that could damage transformers that sometimes could take up to years, many years to repair. Therefore, precise monitoring and forecasting are important to reduce possible damage. So um, it's talking about in uh, the relating it, of course, to the Carrington event. That is a famous event. Where, I mean, a lot of, uh, like, everything was just wiped out. And so they're looking what happened in 2012 because people are really scared about this. Like, really, this, um, it it could just knock us out. One day we just don't have electricity or one day we just don't have internet anymore, you know, like ever at all for the whole year. (laughs) Life could get worse and let's not tempt 2020, shall we? let's get off this topic (laughs) actually. Um, because yeah, but that's interesting to know that. I mean, if two follow another, it feels like it to me too. Now, I mean, I thought they were going to say, you know, let's combine it when we get hit by a pulsar or a magnetar wave or cosmic radiation of another horse horse of another color. You know what I mean? Anyway, you know, I was going with that. Okay. Multifaceted study dates massive Tierra Blanca Hoven eruption back to the year 431 Common Era. I don't even know what this is. I'm not going to really go into it, though. I don't want to waste time on this um, because it's just, it's a scientific research and study. If you're interested, watchers.news. Um, you guys have you heard of Tierra Blanca Joven? Um it says the uh young white earth in Spanish. I don't know. I don't know what that is. A multifaceted study. So they just died it's so basically it's something, you know, um a volcanic eruption that happened, you know, like sixteen hundred years ago. All right, let's move on. Um All right. Floods and landslides leave four people missing over 200 houses submerged in West Java in Indonesia. So let's send them a lot of love and light and a lot of sunlight, sunshine in Indonesia. Devastating wildfires prompt a state of emergency in Paraguay. Let's send rain to Paraguay. Uh, Tropical storm Delta forms near Jamaica and it was expected to move near or over the Cayman Islands on Tuesday but the next day it says Delta strengthens into a hurricane so it was upgraded from a tropical storm status and the forecast to make landfall along the central Gulf Coast so let's send some sunshine to Jamaica and love and light to any victims of that storm Asteroid 2020 TA flew past Earth at 0.5 lunar distance. Wow. Halfway between here and the moon. We did have one last week that was closer, but man, these are getting a little scary. It's like it's getting to be a little bit too many, right? A deep 6.0 earthquake magnitude was 6.0. Hit Fiji, but it looks like it was maybe in the ocean itself which is not and plus it being a deep quake I don't think it affected the people but it is always interesting to note so all right here we go with uh, yeah so this one's fun um, <laughs> world record water spout outbreak over the Great Lakes again with the water spouts I mean have you ever been alive during a year in which waterspouts were mentioned more than 2020? Have you ever heard of the word waterspout before this year? I mean, were we all just dumb or asleep or not paying attention at all to the sky or the weather or anything? Or is it possible that all these things are brand spanking new? Like they existed occasionally before and suddenly they're. Massively like increased in number. So, Julie Celestial uh, is the author of these, of course. She says, um, Over the Great Lakes, 232 waterspouts or funnels were confirmed between the 28th of September and the 4th of October. So, uh, six days. 232 waterspouts in six days. This is the second world record water spout outbreak of the year. Of the year. And they're both world records. What the hell? According to the International Center for Water Spout Research, that's a thing. Did you all know that's a thing? International Center for Water Spout Research, also known as the ICWR. What so, from August 16th through the 19th, there were 88 waterspout funnels. It was a waterspout outbreak, a waterspout outbreak. That's weird. Have you guys ever heard of this? The outbreaks, they say, are a result of Canadian cold air sweeping over the region, region which made surface air prone to rise. Well, we're gonna blame it on the Canadians. It's all their fault. <laughs> oh my God! They had 33 waterspouts per day, according to the ICWR director Wade Silagi. He is also a meteorologist at the Environmental at Environment Canada. He says that's why I label it as a world record because you have to take into account the period. I think he means how many. Um, you know, how many days that they occurred. So Salachi noted that the number is remarkable and he's never heard of anything like that. See, he's an expert and he's saying what I just said five seconds ago. I have never in my life heard of anything like this. 2020 is this crazy unprecedented year for all this shit. <laughs> so David piano. Well, there's a fun name. Actually. I like that. My name is David piano. Do you play the piano? No. <laughs> I hope he plays the piano for his sake. David piano is a storm chaser. Oh, not a piano player. And he's also a photographer. That's actually really cool. He witnessed 38 water spouts in a five hour period. What the heck? Can you imagine that? In, in five hours, 38 water spouts? What? I mean, there's just all these pictures. Well, I'm not going to continue with this story. If you want to read the rest of it and see all these awesome pictures, you can check it out on watchers.news. But see, you know, everything is weird. Everything is shit is about to get weird. That's what uh, I've seen. A lot of people say that on Instagram the past two, three months. They're like, if you never believed in ghosts or auras or chakras or, you know, spirits or aliens or ETs, if you never believed in any of this stuff before, shit is about to get really weird. <laughs> and, I mean, but just look at the weather, just the plain weather, just that alone. This stuff is really, really weird. All right, 2020 Antarctic ozone hole is literally, oh my gosh, this is the largest and the deepest ozone. It's 8.8 million acres wide. The Antarctic ozone hole. There's a giant hole in the ozone layer. It's, it's literally the largest and deepest in years. It's, it's a record holder. Frequent explosions at Fuego Volcano. Lahar warning has been issued in Guatemala. Oh my God! That's see. I lived there, and I stared at this volcano every single day for like six months, going, I want something to happen. One time there was a puff of smoke. Another time there's a puff of smoke and a little bit of an little bit of orange at the top of the mountain, and I honestly didn't know if it was actually lava or if it was maybe quite possibly just. Um, the glint of the sunlight off the top of the mountain, off the top of the volcano. We just sat there for, for days staring at all these volcanoes, just hoping, 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 hoping. <laughs> we want to see it. We don't want to be in it. We don't want to be near it, but we want to see it cause it's exciting, you know? And now that we're gone, Guatemala's pop it off all over the place. <laughs> A lot of volcanoes in Guatemala, man. A lot of volcanoes here actually where I live strong strombolian activity and significant ash emissions have been happening at, at Etna in Italy. <laughs> yeah, this is uh, let me see if they talk about the strombolian activity. That's exciting. It, it that's extremely exciting. And I don't want to be near a stromboli. Uh, I mean, I mean, I've, I've eaten a stromboli. That's a kind of sandwich, which has a bunch of meatballs in it because that's what a strombolian activity does from a, a strombolian, volcano. They don't throw meatballs at you. <laughs> but they do throw massive rocks. these big round boulders just come flying out. They're like the size of a bus. It's pretty crazy. So on the 7th of October, uh, there was an eruption at 635 UTC time with significant ash emissions that went 15,000 feet above sea level. And they raised the aviation color code to red. And that means no one can fly. Wow. Um, they said that they could not detect um, the volcanic ash. Well, that's not terribly high. I mean, where I am here, it, like airplanes just don't fly in Ecuador when San Gay does his thing. Sorry, I'm Sangay. It's time for me to Sachet, sachet. sashay. Sachet. Uh, pay attention to me you're not going to fly anywhere. <laughs> you cannot leave Ecuador while I am performing. Seriously, that is San He is just constantly blowing his top lately. So that's, um, it, yeah, it's crazy. All right. So this is in Catania in Sicily. This is the second largest, um, city there. And they have the world's longest documented records of historical volcanism. And this dates back to 1500 years before the Common Era, which is like what, 3520 years ago. The historical lava flows of basaltic composition cover much of the surface of this massive volcano, whose edifice is highest and most volu- voluminous in Italy. The Mongibello stratovolcano, truncated by several small calderas was constructed during the late Pleistocene and the Holocene eras over older shield, an older shield volcano. So the most prominent morphological feature of Mount Etna is the Valley de Bove, and it is five by six miles, five miles by six miles wide, and it's a horseshoe-shaped caldera that opens um, to the east there in Sicily. And so they have two types of eruptive volcanic activity, persistent explosive eruptions with minor lava emissions that do take place. One or more of the three prominent summit craters. And they also have flank vents, which have higher effusion rates, which are less frequently active and they originate from fissures. So it's just like big lines will occur in the ground and just kind of opens up randomly the fissures happen and then the lava flows and sometimes it flows all the way to the foot of the volcano on all the sides. So, you know, like a typical science experiment, if you're in eighth grade, (laughs) the way you want the volcano to look, that's what this one looks like. It's like a typical volcano. So it's very, very interesting. Um, this is interesting. A damaging tornado hit Antwerp, Belgium. It ripped through the city of Antwerp on Belgium on Monday. Numerous trees were downed, and one house suffered considerable damage. Oh, God's like, you know what? No, 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 no. Your decor's all wrong. We're going to just twist that up for you. <laughs> wow. No injuries, thank you, God, were reported. Uh, just just the house. So that's crazy. I mean, I mean, is that even uh, something that you've ever heard of in Belgium, tornadoes. It just seems like everything is odd. Everything's just very, very strange these days. So, all right, where are we? Um, a strong 6.3 earthquake hit Papua New Guinea and it was on the land. So let's send some calming, gentle um, energy, both to Guatemala for, for uh, fuego as well as Papua New Guinea for the um, earthquake activity. Hurricane Delta heads towards Louisiana in the United States after leaving nine people dead in Mexico. Ooh, making a run for the border after you've committed the crime. I see. All right, Delta. We know how you work. Ah, oh, goodness. Let's send love and light and calmness, energy, and just sunshiny weather to Mexico as well as Louisiana. Let's send love and light and comfort to the families that lost um, their people in Mexico. Now, speaking of Mexico, a spectacular fireball did light up the sky and it hit land, it hit land and then sparked a fire. Of course. <laughs> Why am I not surprised in 2020 where fireballs are hitting the land and sparking wildfires? Just one thing after a another. Let's go to the weekly volcanic activity report. See where we're going. Only one volcano was reported for having new activity or new unrest in the past week. During the same period, ongoing activity was reported for 12 volcanoes. <clears throat> that means it's um only 13 volcanoes. There's that number 13 again. 13 volcanoes. That's 10 less than normal, so hey. Hey, there's a lot of calmness. And did you also notice there's a lot of calmness with no solar winds flowing, less volcanic activity, no CMEs happening, less volcanic activity less cosmic radiation, less cosmic, less, less volcanic activity. I I, I just want to point out there is a connection. There is a correlation. If you want to learn more, go to suspicious observers on YouTube. He is a cosmologist. He has a PhD. I want to say from Harvard. He's quite smart and (laughs) had rich parents. So, you know, But he put this together, this whole thing. He's a brilliant man. He talks so fast, it's hard to understand what the hell he's saying half the time because it's just all these massive scientific words, you know, the $20 words we say in Scrabble. But uh, yeah, he's, um, he's brilliant, and he's the one that put up, he's the one that came up with this, and all of a sudden all these other scientists are like, oh, wait a minute, I think this guy's right. You know what? Mm -hmm. Because look, (laughs) only 13 volcanoes at any given time on the planet. There's usually 23 going off. And if there's more than that, that's odd. There's only 13 right now. So that's odd in the opposite direction. Heavy rains have hit Vietnam, leaving at least eight people dead or missing. Let's send them sunshine and love and light for the people who are dead or missing Let's send angels of comfort to comfort the people who lost their loved ones. And here we go again with the waterspouts. Rare waterspout forms near the coast of Mumbai, India. So there you go again with the waterspouts. It's like a waterspout week. Last week was the animals killing themselves, this week is a waterspout week. There are themes, people. It just seems like there are themes. There was an unusually intense record storm knocking power out to over 200,000 customers in the capital district of New York City, New York, in the United States. An unusually intense record storm. Wow. Well, let's hope that they get their power back on. We'll say a little prayer for them. And I don't know about the water spout. I don't think we have to do anything about water spouts, by the way, increased activity of Pacaya volcano. Yeah. Another volcano. I sat for hours looking at none of these volcanoes did jack shit. The whole nine months I lived in Guatemala and the week after I left, they started going off. (laughs) I'm like, really though? I mean, come on. Uh, It's Murphy's law. (laughs) So, Pakaya volcano. Let's just hope that no one is in the, in the harm's way in front of any of the volcanoes. So, mysterious pollution has now been causing mass deaths of marine animals in the Russia's Kamchatka region. Now, remember, in, in recent weeks, there have been ongoing activity in the Kamchatka region as far as volcanic activity but what they're saying is there's mysterious toxic pollution along a 25 mile stretch of the Kamchatka Peninsula in Russia and it's killed 95% of the seabed creatures oh my god oh my god that's huge 95% so it's caused health issues among surfers also yeah you betcha You know, uh, pollution is never good, obviously. The marine pollution was first reported by the local surfers who started to suffer from eye problems. Yeah, that's always the first thing. And then apparent chemical burns. Oh, ooh! after going in the waters in September. Well, you know what? This could be pollution, like runoff or factory pollution, but it also could possibly be, I mean, in Kamchatka, there are volcanoes. It's possible it's something that's coming up from the water. You know, uh, lava, when flowing with seawater, equals hydrochloric acid, which can result in chemical burns. So if I was going to take a somewhat semi-educated guess, that's what my guess is, that there's a fissure that opened up under the ocean, and it is affecting the sea life, of course. Because it's not normally there. And it's also affecting the surfers. That's what I think. Um, let's see. For several weeks now, the surfers experienced eye problems with when they returned from the water with white shroud over their eyes. What? What? That, that is weird. Blurred vision, dryness, sore throat. Many of them had nausea, weakness, a high fever. According to Yakaterina Diba, Oh, you know what? That's one of my friends' relatives, Diba, D Y B A. That is really weird. I've never heard that name except for when my friend told me my, well, my Jacqueline, one of my very best friends ever, that was her grandfather's name, Diba. Anyway, Yaketarina yeah, Diba, she says she's a geographer who runs the Snowwave Kamchatka surfing school. Interesting. Divers who examined the waters along the wide stretch of Kamchatka reported 95% of seabed creatures have been found dead. Seals, octopi, starfish, sea urchins. Greenpeace Russia has called the situation an ecological disaster and urged authorities to investigate. Following the uproar, Russia's investigative committee confirmed in a statement that it was investigating the marine pollution. Oh my God shows a white a really beautiful white um, oh it's like so sad it's uh, an octopus and when they get sick they turn white so he was sick before he died wow Um, so acting minister of natural resources and ecology uh, Alexei Kumarkov he said an analysis of water samples showed the presence of petroleum products at levels four times the average toxic compound, phenol, and other substances. Well, there goes my volcano theory. Kamchatka Governor Vladimir Solodov said authorities were awaiting further testing results. So um, let's see, where's that? And there were no grounds to talk about any specific version of what might have wiped out so much sea life. That is heartbreaking. So they eventually, it initially, suggested a commercial oil tanker caused the contamination, but the Russian media discussed other possible explanations, including contamination from one of the military uh, facilities along the coast in an area where chemicals have been buried secretly before. Wow. All right, well, let's send a lot of love and light over uh, to Russia because that is not... That is never good. That is not good news. So, speaking of uh, not good news, I think that... It might be time for our weekly weird world news. What do you guys think? Okay, we're right at the half hour mark anyway, so let's get into it. <clears throat> I'm going to take our news, our headlines today from uh, Coast coastam.com. This was originally started by Art Bell, and I did channel him last year. He came to me and said he was willing to be in one of my shows. He wanted to reach us all from beyond the grave. And he did, and that was pretty awesome. And I have I've actually talked to him with um, one of those apps, the EVP ha- apps. And I actually my my daughter and I heard his voice right after he died. We're like, well, you said you're gonna come back and let us know you're all right, and here it is. And it was it was really a blessing. I wish I would have recorded it. I would be playing that for you all the time. But my uh, daughter and I. We were both, like, crying our heads off for, like, at least a week or if not two. We we really loved Art Bell. Anyway, he started Coast to Coast AM, and now George Nori is his successor. And, anyway, so he's keeping uh, these traditions uh, going, all the weird news. They just call it the news. But, um, so, yeah, I just wanted to, uh... Get into these headlines. Current events, debate, and paranormal phenomena in music. That sounds good. That was last night, Howard Bloom. By the way, it's not really an article so much, but that looked interesting, actually. All right, um, let me see here. I can't remember. I think we did talk about the cult leader who claimed to be Jesus. And the mysterious horse mutilations in, in um, Sweden. I think we did do those. So let's uh, go a little bit further ahead. Our black holes, wormholes, and disguise. I think we talked about that. Oh, wow. Well, I don't think we talked about this one. Area 51 has a huge new hangar facility that points to a drone swarm future. The Air Force is accelerating its advanced combat drone development efforts, and the facility's unique attributes seem perfect for supporting them. Wow. I, I, I'll i be honest, I don't think I want to know what that looks like. Oh, goodness. Real-life inception as scientists figure out how to plant ideas into dreams. Great. Freaking great. That's a movie I might have to watch this weekend. Honestly, I haven't seen that one yet. Researchers at MIT have been testing a fascinating new technique called targeted dreams incubation, which allows them to insert certain topics into someone else's dreams. If you want to read that article again, coast lasers cut the air for hypersonic weapons. The Department of Defense uses laser-generated plasma to increase their flight speeds. Ooh, this is messing up a lot of stuff. That is that is crazy energy. I don't even really want to go into that. That's giving me kind of a weird feeling. I'm starting to leave my body again. Might and yeah, I'm having this weird tongue numb thing. It still hasn't gone away evidence for fossil forest fires huh apparently some plants evolved to benefit from fire according to this that's true though I mean when there's a forest fire the next year or two years later there's always a lot of forest growth I I think it is um, it's true a new bird song emerges during the pandemic I don't know if I mentioned this or not. Uh, In San Francisco, the Sparrows call have a lot more range and they're quieter because people aren't making too much noise now. So they have a new way to woo the ladies. (laughs) 200 rare stolen books were discovered under the floorboards in Romania. Ooh, that sounds like something I would have done in a past life. (laughs) Rare first editions by Galileo Galilei, Isaac Newton, were stolen in a daring London heist in 2017. And now they've been discovered under the floorboards in Romania. So interesting. Studies suggest that crows are as smart as humans. (laughs) Well, with the dumbing down of humans, I, I don't doubt that a bit. But they do say crows and ravens can know and ponder the contents of their own minds. I how could we even qualify that either way but I think that's really cool and I do I do believe it's true. I mean, I've had many conversations with uh crows and ravens over my lifetime and they're absolutely incredible birds and I, they always felt very aware to me. A woman shocked to discover two long needles embedded in her brain. Ooh. Ooh. What The discovery occurred to a Chinese woman who underwent a CT scan following a minor car accident and they found needles in her brain. That, I mean, maybe it's acupuncture, but still that's, that's terrifying. Area 51 themed haunted house opens up in Canada. And if you want to check it out, it will be at the Deadmonton haunted house in Edmonton, Canada. A climate anomaly may have worsened the 1918 pandemic and World War One. Climate and infectious diseases have always been intertwined. That's true. That's true. A climate anomaly may have worsened. I just said that. Why did I say that twice? Sorry about that. A bl- blue star, a distant blue star. Hosts one of the most extreme exoplanets known to science. It's ultra-hot, Jupiter-sized planet, known as WASP-189b. Well, I know I'm never going there. Anything named WASP, uh, I have no interest. <laughs> I do not like those bugs, and I don't want to go to their planet. <laughs> Okay, no, that's not where bugs are from. (laughs) Did early Christians use psychedelics? Ah! Wow! Wow! Ah, there's a nice, neat little article we're gonna have to read immediately. (laughs) Okay, um, this is from thedailybeast.com under the title "Ultimate High." by Candida Moss okay I'm thinking that someone by the name of Candida Moss is not really a real name that is very odd the ancient world seems to have been a place full of the supernatural miraculous healings demonic activity, prophets delivering oracles, flying wizards men walking on water and so on Even if you put aside exceptional heroic figures like Jesus, a high proportion of people seem to have been having religious or spiritual experiences. It's easy to be dismissive of the stories as folklore or product of some overactive imaginations. But a new investigation into the spiritual life of the ancient world argues something different. Ancient people were not crazy or making things up. They were just hi (laughs) yeah (laughs) more more specifically claims author Brian Murarescu many ancient religions including the earliest Christians use psychedelics as a way of transcending everyday life and communing with divine in the just released immortality key by St. Martin's press 2020 um The former classics major turned lawyer travels the world talking to archaeologists, academics, priests, and farmers about ancient ecstatic experiences. His goal is to test a theory, one he's held for decades and spent 12 years researching so that some ancient religious experience was nurtured by mind-altering substance. The book, which is like nothing I've ever read before, that's what this person says, that's cool, puts other popular scholarships to blame, or to shame, sorry, is part popularized um, in the Da Vinci Code, and basically this follows him on his journey to the offices of prominent scholars through the dusty halls of libraries into the Vatican's library's secret archives, takes a detour to the Lizard Lounge, and descends into the catacombs under Rome. So basically, they're saying that there was a ritual ingestion and use of psychedelic substances in Greek and Roman religious practices. So probably early Christians might have taken part, I guess. So that's uh, interesting. They do talk about kukion, which is a beverage that initiates drink it's mind-altering, and it far outstrips that of alcohol. Wow. Very interesting. So we're talking about other people who've been permanently transformed, yada, yada, yada. If you want to check it out, you could go to coastcoastam.com and look it up, or thedailybeast.com. Did early Christians use psychedelics is the name of the article. All right. The chilling experiment, which created the first vaccine. Ooh, <laughs> I don't even know if I want to know that. <laughs> Smallpox used to kill millions, but a chance discovery led to the first vaccine and transformation in human health. Well, if you want to read that experiment, I don't think I, I I'm going to skip it. That's on coast coast though. A modest proposal. Should we hibernate through the rest of the pandemic? (laughs) Yes, yes, yes. Yes, yes, yes. I say yes. Motherfuckers. Yes. Would you love to go into homeostasis and just like wake up when it's all over? (laughs) Wake me up when pandemic ends. Yes. Hell yeah. Yeah. We're about to face a very bleak winter due to COVID-19. Oh, my God. It is going to get worse, but it might get better when people are inside because it's snowing outside. It possibly might get better. They say if we can induce torpor in humans, we could sleep through the whole thing. That would be amazing. That's a coin of motherboard. Yeah, really. That would be great. It's a good thought. Scientists claim to explain how and why there is a black hole in the center of the earth what the hell it is hypothesized that (laughs) the black hole in the center of the earth is the size of a grain of sand but it weighs this is weird Uh, let's see I started to read that part and it weighs the size of what. And um, now of course, I go to the article and that sentence is gone. Oh, wow. This is um this is really weird. This is a very weird idea. Huh. Uh, yeah, now I can't see it. Well, I'm... Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just, I'm not, I'm going to go back. This, it's the weight of the moon. Oh, my God. So, it's the size of a grain of sand, but it is the weight of the whole moon. Is that if it's a hollow moon or not? Because that's been theorized. But still, what... There, there, how and why there's a black hole in the center of the earth. It, it was just too much. Is boggling my mind. I think reading that article, I'll come out of it feeling super high. Very odd. Scientists reveal more about volcanic eruption that rocked the ancient Mayan world. Oh, well, there we go. That's the Tierra Blanca Hoven. Yeah, okay. So now we know. <laughs> it, it, it's in um, the Mayan countries. So probably... North Guatemala or South South Mexico. All right, jet suit paramedic takes lake district test flight. Okay, well, Richard Browning, the inventor, he put on a potentially life-saving suit through its paces in a groundbreaking exercise. Very strange. Jet suit. That's what the Jetsons wear. <laughs> heat tourism. People are traveling to death Valley for selfies with extreme thermometer readings. Wow. Heat tourism. What? Well, you know what? I have actually heard of, um, uh, radiation tourism. See how close you dare to get, you know, to places in like Chernobyl, for example, or Hiroshima, Japan, Uh, So I I, I don't doubt that people are doing heat tourism. What the hell? That's weird. While most people just see extremely high temperatures as an excuse to stay indoors, for some people, it is a perfect opportunity for a memorable selfie, according to Oddity Central. Very interesting. In photos, what is it like living with uh, Ferron macrostomia syndrome? It is a rare and debilitating disorder. And I don't know what that is. I guess she did a series of pictures so we could see if you're interested in that coastcoastam.com, coast am.com. You go check that out. Venus might be habitable today. If not for Jupiter, jealous much Jupiter. I mean, <laughs> Venus might not be a sweltering waterless hellscape today. If Jupiter is, hadn't altered its orbit around the sun. Well, that just sounds like sibling rivalry trying to get, you know, the sun's attention or in this case, the sun is the dad. Weird. Okay. (sighs) Let's just move on. (laughs) It's not magic. Mysterious fairy circles are built by grasses. Regular barren patches that pop up in grasslands in Australia and Namibia have long created controversy, So I've just called them always fairy rings, you know, so to think they're just built by grass, that's a little anticlimactic, isn't it? Neanderthal genes might be to blame for some of the most severe coronavirus cases. A gene variant was, Inherited by modern humans from the Neanderthals when they interbred 60,000 years ago. So I think it's not necessarily the Neanderthal genes that's to blame, but rather the uh, sleeping of the brothers and sisters together. <laughs> I mean, interbred, interbreeding people—that's a way to bury the lead. That's that's the reason. <laughs> That would be the reason, not the fact that they're Neanderthals. The fact that they slept with their siblings. Oh, Arkansas much. Gosh, gosh. Okay. Uh, That's unfair. If you're from Arkansas, I apologize. I have family in Arkansas. We always joke about it, but you know, I mean, it doesn't, didn't happen in our family. It probably doesn't happen in a whole lot of families, but it has happened, right? It has happened, but, uh, yeah, I just, sorry about that guys. (laughs) um, Well, all right. How NASA's new telescope can help astronomers discover free floating worlds. The Nancy Grace Roman space telescope will be able to detect small distant planets that don't have stars. Wow. Interesting. Free floating worlds without stars to tether them. Huh? Interesting. Space force. (laughs) Anything that starts a Space Force is hilarious to me. Have you guys seen that show on Netflix? It's pretty funny. Space Force announces plans for a moon base and robots. Of course. And next after that on the list would be the sharks with the freaking laser beams on their head. <laughs> and then that, in my mind, sparks... 1 million dollars, Mr. Bigglesworth. <laughs> okay, oh, yeah, I'm just like conglomerating all of Austin powers at once. All right, so we already have sophisticated robots doing important and complex security functions in space. So, let's just have a moon base and robots on the moon. Yeah, all right. Thank you. Thank you for is here from you, Space Force. <laughs> um yeah. So ha, 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 ha. there are surprising downsides to empathy. Ha, ha, are you all surprised? Uh, according to BBC future, there is a dark side to feeling the emotions of other people. And in some cases it can even lead to cruelty, aggression and distress. Well, yeah, obviously if you are an empath, you know, I know I, we all know if we're part of that. Ooh, that's how. If that's our way of showing up in the world, yeah, it is. It it can be very stressful. And if they, if people know that they hurt you through their emotions, then they will sometimes just. It just makes it worse, you know. Sometimes, Antarctica could melt irreversibly due to climate change, according to a study that is warning us. It will take thousands of years, but we only have a hundred years to stop it. I don't know. Can we? It seems like we can't, but if we can, let's try. Um, At the edge of time, there was a litter of galactic puppies. What? These stories are getting weirder and weirder. I know I'm not getting higher and higher. I I know I'm seeing what I'm seeing. The discovery of a black hole. Another thing with the black holes. That's a theme among the weird news. Black hole news. A discovery of a black hole surrounded by proto-galaxies. Provides astronomers with a rare glimpse of the web of matter permeating the cosmos. Well, that is a litter of galactic puppies. What? It just seems like, I thought black holes were supposed to suck everything up, but now they're saying there might be also like a doorway or a wormhole. Last week, I read an article about that. Texas company aims to 3D print buildings on the moon with Project Olympus. I think I heard something about this before that's that's good that makes sense makes a lot of sense a NASA probe might have found signs of life on Venus 40 years ago wait what 40 years ago so they're just now looking at the data (laughs) to our sister planet and it might contain overlooked evidence for the gas phosphine which is a potential biosignature well does it even matter now that Russia has claimed Venus as their own planet as if you can do that. Uh. Physicists build circuit that generates clean, limitless power from graphene. Ooh, 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 ooh. Oh, well, will see where we go. Let's redeem myself with Arkansas. A team of University of Arkansas physicists have successfully developed a circuit capable of capturing graphene's thermal motion and converting it into an electrical current good that's interesting limitless power wow Um, well Dan Aykroyd's uh, love of the afterlife and the paranormal and his obsession with all things in these realms he said it was uh, it was passed down that's why he's so attracted to the paranormal he uh, it was passed down probably through his family yeah, I mean, I, I I, think I just came across it naturally. I'm just a weird person in general. But I, I did certainly pass it down to my children. Reports of a rising UFO um, sightings around the world are greatly exaggerated, they say. The pandemic has not sparked a shocking rise in UFO sightings, according to astronomy. Well, I'm going to beg to differ, and let's move on. Um... Let's see. Is there anything else interesting? <laughs> <clears throat> In the UK's UFO files, reveal West Midlands sightings. Recently declassified government documents include two dozen reports of UFOs over Worcestershire. Well, we all know they're there for the sauce, right? Worcestershire sauce. <laughs> okay, so a majority of respondents support chimeric animal research 60% of all people in a new study on attitudes in the United States felt comfortable using animals to grow human organs from induced pluripotent stem cells. Huh? I don't know how I feel about that. I'm going to move on, but that's weird. Uh, you know, uh, it used to be a multi-billion dollar industry until this year and it was smashed by the coronavirus crisis and now, uh, passenger liners are stripped for scrapped uh, scrap in a Turkish dock, in a COVID cruise ship graveyard. That is odd. So um, very strange. Um, all right, I think we're gonna stop here. There's more stuff that we can do for next week, but we're we're um, we're at the end of we're at the end of the second hour already. That went fast. This was a fun one. I hope that you enjoyed today's episode and these, this week's episodes of metaphysical soul speak the podcast. I wanted to remind you to please share and share wide. Tell everybody, you know, all of your groups on Facebook. Thank you for those of you who've already added metaphysical soul speak the podcast to your stories and your at mentions and a shout out for a shout out. I'll give you one back. Um, thank you for those of you who've put me on Instagram and Twitter, as well as your Facebook feeds and as well as your Facebook groups. I really need that. If you, if, if you guys are willing to take five or 10 minutes, if you enjoy my show, you want to take five or 10 minutes out of your weekend and just put it out there to all of your groups that have millions of people say, Hey guys, check out this podcast. I, I tried to do it again today. And again, they just say, no, you know, you can't self promote. You get kicked out of the group for self promotion. But if you guys promote me, then we all get to stay in the group. Yay, win, win, win. (laughs) And then I could continue to make the show, and that's important, of course. So anyway, thank you to you guys. Thank you. I love each and every one of you. No show can exist without its listeners, so I wanted to thank you for that. And if I have helped you in some way, and maybe I've given you a greater insight, maybe I have collapsed years of potential therapy in just a few short, incited filled episodes. If I have indeed helped you, you may send donations to, um, mermaid girl, eight, eight, eight at gmail.com on PayPal or to metaphysical soul speak at gmail.com on PayPal. So thank you so much, uh, for your ongoing continuing support. And I am still working on some things for you guys, hopefully for next week. Fingers crossed. (laughs) So, um, I will be back on Monday when we will continue with the life and teachings of the masters of the far East book part two. If you missed it, you need to go back and listen to it because, oh, Oh, this is all chock full of miracles. And a lot of different men performing them. And this is by the team of research scientists that documented the whole thing over 100 years ago. And so it's good insight for those of us that want to learn how to instantly manifest everything we want. Just like that. Anyway, I will be back on Monday with all unique and original programming, just like always. I bid you adieu, and I hope that you all have a wonderful weekend. Or week, depending on when you listen to this. I love you guys. Keep rising up. I'm signing off now with peace and joy and the high vibes of the Holy Fifth Dimension. Until next time, guys. Peace.